Welcome to Sales Tech Stars Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. We have Rob Holland, CEO of Feedback Loop, an agile research platform for rapid consumer feedback here as our guest today. And it's exciting to hear from Rob today because we're all seeing and we're all party to the changing customer experience and customer journey trends in today's marketplace. And all of this is basically not only based on changing consumer buying habits and consumption patterns, but also changing feedback, the rapid pace at which feedback is allowed to be brought in given the various channels that customers now have to interact with their service providers across segments. So here we have Rob and uh, we'd love to dive in further but before we begin Rob it would be great if you can tell us a little bit about yourself. We'd love it if you can share you know the key highlights from your journey through the years so far and of course a little bit about feedback loop as well. Thanks so much Paroma for inviting me here. It's, it's a pleasure to be here and talking to you about this. I'll tell you a little bit about me. I've been working in the consumer business with data technology and analytics for over 30 years. I started out at Clorox in the CPG space and Safeway at retail. And then I spent a bunch of time at Nielsen using data and analytics to really understand what's going on with consumers. Over the past 10 years, I've been at pure play tech companies, data logics in the ad tech space, Blue Core in the marketing technology, MarTech space, and now Feedback Loop in the research technology space. My, I guess the themes all the way around are that as, and I've seen these over time, as the world becomes more digital, as the consumer experience begins, continues to evolve, and as technology really changes roles in the way we live and do and just behave as people, that really obviously drives consumer behavior. And the biggest trend all the way around is that companies today that work with consumers are just getting more and more direct response, direct communication, direct relationships. So brands and the consumer relationship is just getting deeper and deeper, and it's a two-way street. And uh, that's been one of the fun parts of the journey. And that's what we're all about to try to strengthen that connection and that feedback loop between consumers and brands and businesses at, at, at our company today. So, you know, for all of us, for everyone, especially in this segment, as well as several others, we've seen how 2020 was, was you know, a year of great learning, also a year of great experimentation. So some industries really, they, they saw a lot of success, especially the tech marketplace, especially certain segments within the tech marketplace. There was a rise in demand for collaboration tools, video conferencing tools. And, you know, these, these guys were in a good moment. They were at the right time at the right place and hats off to those tech innovators but for several other industries they had to really figure out how to innovate and innovate fast enough not only on the basis of changing consumer trends but also on the basis of the challenges that they had had to face for example in e-commerce in terms of deliveries and you know several little things like that even in manufacturing but all in all while a lot of marketing and sales leaders learned how to optimize their entire customer experience journey okay the initial weeks might have been hard but everyone sort of got onto the bandwagon and they they used the right products the right plans the right strategies to sort of drive business outcomes despite all of these challenges that were taking place but you know, there is one missing link here using changing customer feedback and customer feedback can come in quite rapidly. And, you know, the onus is on 
sales and marketing leaders or any other customer facing team leader to basically take that in put it in a unified system and act on it quickly enough so what are some of the things you feel companies should be doing here to sort of fill this gap and strengthen this overall process yeah that's a great question one of the things i'd say is this past year has definitely been a roller coaster ride for everybody and some of the old axioms such as necessity is the mother of all innovation it just they ring true because you know, everybody has needed to make changes literally for every every human on the face of the earth this past year so the way um, the analogy best analogy that I like to use or one of my favorites is imagine you're running a business today and the, the way I think about it is that is the equivalent of standing on a surfboard and being surfing. So you're standing on this board, trying to keep your balance. The weight is shifting underneath you because the ground is unstable and everything's moving. You've got to look over the back of your shoulder to make sure you're not going to get crushed by some wave. And then you're keeping your eyes in the front, trying to find that next wave that's emerging and being able to quickly dart into that wave and catch it and ride it. So it is a very unstable environment and really agility and speed are the key to paying attention and protecting yourself and playing defense, but also looking for offensive plays. And really the whole idea of finding out what's going on in the market, what's changing, what are the drivers behind the, the wants and the needs that are actually changing the actual consumer preferences and behaviors, getting to that quickly to identify those risks and those opportunities is critical for first mover advantage and to be able to stay on that surfboard. And that's where feedback comes in. So being able to really embrace agile everything into your decision-making, into your development processes, whether it's product or creative or services, being able to think about how to adjust and adapt your delivery and infrastructure processes and capabilities that has to be done quickly and very much incrementally so that you can keep connected to the, uh, the pulse of what's going on. Absolutely. And can you highlight a couple of the key data points that, you know, you might have been observing key leaders in marketing and sales, especially across industries, online businesses, retail, even B2C, uh, you know, that they probably miss in this environment that they should be focusing on more. So what are some of these? I think some of the biggest challenges that, pretty much everybody faces in industry today is trying to let go of or validate longstanding axioms and beliefs or even practices that have gone on and making sure they're still relevant. And you can think about that from the consumer perspective today. You mentioned online shopping, which has been exploding in the world for the last 10, 15 years, but really some of the places like food has been a place where things have just changed dramatically. And it was, it was expensive and, it, and the economics weren't quite the same and people wanted to touch their food. Now that's shifted and you're seeing online shopping really impact the food industry as well. And that happened overnight. I've been in the business 30 years. I was around during the dot-com explosion. I remember when Grocery Works and Webvan were the big plays out, in the, in, out West and they came and went and you just see it, it's switching literally overnight. So you have to be really going back and keeping an open mind and validating and looking for feedback and collecting the feedback 
that you want by talking to the consumer, talking to the customer and really understanding what's changing and why and do that rapidly and then integrate that into your decision-making processes, whether it's planning and, and figuring out what to do. And then once you figure out what to do, how to execute it, what words do you use? What messaging do you use? What colors do you use? What kinds of services matter? And really prototyping those and testing them to get real incremental responses to, to really just validate while you're innovating. Absolutely. So, you know, this is a favorite topic. Uh, you know, no one can really not talk about COVID-19 in today's times. We're still not over the pandemic. A lot of us have learned how to sort of work through it, live through it. And while you also have the vaccine being used and, you know, you have a lot of people who already got their vaccines, there's still a long way to go and a long time for us to go until we actually get back to pre-pandemic days. Again, a lot of people, a lot of businesses seem to think that that is never really going to happen. We are going to see a shift, a permanent shift in terms of how we work, how we function, how marketing and sales also function. So what are some top trends that you feel will create the central theme, not only for the rest of 2021, especially for e-commerce and retail innovations, but in general for the near future? That's really a great question. I would say a couple of things that you said in there, I want to call out because I think they're relevant to the trends. The reality is no human being on the face of the earth knows how this is going to play out yet. We all are starting to formulate opinions and points of view, but you have a whole spectrum of outcomes from th some things are going to bounce back and almost be just as they were pre-pandemic, post-pandemic. Some things are never going to come back, but there's going to be a lot going on in between and it's asymmetrical and it's going to continue to evolve. So bottom line is it's all bets are off and it really is time to, the game has changed in the sense that you have to really be plugged into your external environments and you have to be watching every day and seeing what happens. And then what happens after something else happens, because there's going to be downstream effects and long-term effects that we can't even begin to imagine. So it's really finding ways to stay very directly connected to your external environment, directly connected to your consumers, directly connected to your suppliers, directly connected to your employees, because that is the only way you're going to be able to navigate through and make sure that you're not totally surprised for better or for worse, uh, surprised in a good way, but unprepared or surprised in a negative way and have to scramble to, to adjust. It's absolutely essential. Direct connections to your external environments. Absolutely. Rob, I think in, in all this was, this was a very interesting uh, snippet and this was a very interesting conversation on the whole. And we'll definitely have you back again to, you know, explore something else in the near future. But before we wrap up for the day, we'd love to know, we'd love to hear from you on, you know, some best practices, some tips, if any, that you'd like to share with us, with the audience, you know, when it comes to working from home, when it comes to collaborating better as we, you know, have this extended phase where, you know, some of us might need to go into the office while some of us continue working from home. What are your thoughts? Do you, do, you, do you prefer this setup? Do you look forward to a hybrid model? We'd just love to hear from you. And of course, some best practices given today's environment. I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, much to the point I made earlier, but I, I suspect that we will move into some sort of a hybrid mode in most industries. If you work in a factory, you're going to have to be in the factory. If you're working in a restaurant, you have to be in the restaurant. So certain service industries and manufacturing are going to 
probably bounce back quite rapidly, I would imagine, just to, to drive execution. But I think uh, for knowledge workers and information workers and non-physical service providers, it's going to be a hybrid. I'm looking forward to getting back when it's safe with people again. We're, we're meant to work together. We're meant to collaborate. And our relationships are just deeper and richer. I think uh, we'll do it in a way where we're much more efficient. And for the times where we want to work alone or it's more productive to work alone or be in a quiet space, we'll be able to separate that kind of work and structure around it. So I kind of think of it almost like defragging a disc and we'll have the collaboration times and there'll be much richer collaboration with the combination of in-person and remote. And then we'll have time where we can just crank on the things, our quiet time and, and create systems and processes to get that done in a really efficient and effective way as well. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and, uh, you know, taking the time to really participate. And uh, we appreciate that. We know how busy things can get. We understand that, you know, everyone's probably going through Zoom fatigue by now. It's a very common problem in this industry and others as well. But uh, so we'll keep this short and we'll have you back again soon. And in the meantime, we wish you and the rest of the team at Feedback Loop all the very best. Thanks. Same to you and stay well. Mm -hmm.